Welcome to Thought for the Week, a series of individual reflections broadcast over five weekdays here on Manx Radio. Phil Matthews of Amnesty International joins us now to explain why their Right for Rights campaign really does make a difference. This week, you will be hearing the stories of some very brave young people who are standing up for human rights around the world. Thousands of refugees have drowned in the Mediterranean Sea over recent years, desperately trying to seek asylum and escape the ravages of war and conflict. But in Greece, you can go to prison for trying to save a life. This is what happened to Sarah Mardini and Sean Binder, who volunteered as trained rescuers for a search and rescue organisation in Lesvos. Their job was to spot boats in distress and help save the lives of refugees. But they ended up behind bars, accused of spying for a criminal organisation. They spent more than 100 days in prison before being released on bail, and if found guilty, they could be jailed for up to 25 years. Human Rights Watch say that all the accusations are entirely unfounded. Sean said that the scariest thing is not that it put him in jail, but that this can happen to anyone. This is what happens when governments criminalise people who are trying to help refugees, rather than protecting their right to find a safe place to live. Humanitarian work is not criminal. Helping others should be the absolutely normal thing to do. More information can be found on the Amnesty website. Or why not come to Douglas Library this Saturday and send a message of support to Sarah and Sean and help them stay strong in the face of adversity. Vicky Christian from Amnesty International joins us now to explain why their Right for Rights campaign really does make a difference. On the 8th of March this year, International Women's Day, 24-year-old Yazaman Ariani walked through a women-only railway carriage in Tehran, handing out flowers. She'd removed her headscarf before doing so and spoke of her hopes for a future where women would have the freedom to choose what to wear. The video she made went viral. Yazaman was arrested, charged with inciting and facilitating corruption and prostitution through promoting unveiling. Under Iran's compulsory veiling laws, women and girls are forced to cover their hair with headscarves, whether they wish to or not. Women who don't are treated like criminals, often being held in solitary confinement without access to lawyers. However, in the past few years, there has been a growing movement against these laws, with women and girls like Yazaman performing courageous acts of defiance. They stand in public places, silently waving their scarves on sticks and share videos of themselves walking down the street with their hair showing. Other women have joined this movement who choose to wear scarves, as this should be a matter of choice. To show solidarity with Yazaman, Amnesty International are asking women to take a selfie, showing yourself experiencing sun, wind or rain on your hair and post it on your social media accounts. Details of this and other actions you can take are on the Amnesty website or find us in the Isle of Man Amnesty Facebook group. (music) 
Vinci Pabellan of Amnesty International joins us now to explain why their Right for Rights campaign really does make a difference. Some of my family, friends and communities that I know in the Philippines have already experienced firsthand the destructive effects of climate change, such as my mother's hometown, which I saw with my very own eyes back in 2014. With Amnesty's Right for Rights campaign, we can help protect communities around the world and spread hope and solidarity. Marinelle Ubaldo is a youth activist in the Philippines. Her village of Matarinao in eastern Samoa was destroyed in 2013 by Typhoon Yolanda, one of the most powerful recorded. Thousands of lives were lost and millions of homes destroyed. Despite such a huge catastrophe, the government response has been severely inadequate, failing to even provide simple water and electricity at relocation sites. These vulnerable communities that many of us may have links to here on the Isle of Man, like myself, will suffer from much stronger typhoons as climate change worsens. We have the power as a collective to urge the Filipino government to recognize climate change's impact on these effective communities and act on it, as well as spur leaders around the world to tackle our climate emergency. This Christmas, we can help make a difference with the Amnesty International's Right for Rights campaign. We can send a message of support and kindness to Marinelle and her community, as well as sending a letter of appeal to the authorities to provide better conditions for Matarinao, as well as increased aid for future disasters. For more information, see the Amnesty International website or come and see us at our card signing event this Saturday at the Henry Bloom Noble Library in Douglas. Jane Krellin of Amnesty International joins us now to explain why their Right for Rights campaign really does make a difference. Our beloved Steve died without ever getting the closure of having a government minister look into his eyes and admit he was poisoned by mercury. Instead, he was forced to fight for four decades for mercury justice in the face of denial, delay and discrimination. Steve Fobister died in October 2018, he was the former chief of the Grassy Narrows First Nation in Ontario. His niece was referring to an incident that occurred more than 50 years ago, the devastating consequences of which continue today. Between 1962 and 1970, Dryden chemicals released 10 tonnes of mercury into the river system in Grassy Narrows. Fish were poisoned, destroying the people's traditional means of subsistence. So too were the people, in what has been described as an act of environmental racism. 90% of today's population suffers from mercury poisoning, including children. 15-year-old Calvin died in 2016. His 14-year-old sister, Azraya, overwhelmed by grief, took her own life. The government has failed to address this heartbreaking issue. Young activists, including Steve Fobister's grandson, Darwin, are therefore campaigning for justice for their community. They seek acknowledgement that the people of Grassy Narrows are suffering from mercury poisoning, compensation for these health issues and funds to establish an easily accessible specialist hospital. You can help them. We will be at the library in Douglas on Saturday the 7th of December. Do come along to find out more. Your message to the young people of Grassy Narrows can help them make a real difference to their community. Stuart Harthill from Amnesty International joins us now to explain why their Right for Rights campaign really does make a difference. At this time each year, 
Amnesty International volunteers run a project called Right for Rights. In this project, we encourage people to send cards and messages of hope to prisoners of conscience around the world who, in reality, are no different to you or me. They just live in circumstances where compassionate behaviour and good citizenship are discouraged. This year, one man on our list is Nasu Abdulaziz. His community was evicted without warning from their century-old settlement in Lagos, Nigeria. Between November 2016 and April 2017, armed men, acting on government orders, raised the place to the ground, leaving 30,000 people homeless. Nasu was shot in the arm on the penultimate night of the eviction, while the next day the Lagos State Task Force rampaged through the settlement with bullets and tear gas. People panicked and some drowned. Nine people were believed killed and another 15 are still missing. Today, thousands of families remain separated, over a hundred children have lost out on education and many livelihoods have been destroyed. No independent investigation into the forced evictions or the excessive use of force has followed. But Nasu continues to campaign with the grassroots organisation for more inclusive and habitable cities. Five minutes writing a card and the cost of an international stamp is such a small price to pay to encourage someone who, if he lived in the Isle of Man, either you or I would be proud to call a friend. 